we're down 3-1 to the aliens and we have game five, six, and seven coming up and we need three in a row, I'm, I may want to start Kyrie. And I said start Kyrie. <laughs> Welcome to 2010 BA. I am joined once again by my brother Tal, and we are going to do part two of the All-Decade Team. Last time, just to give people a quick recap, we're making a team to play a bunch of aliens who have invaded Earth and for some reason agreed to play us in a series for the fate of the planet. We picked our starters. They were Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Anthony Davis. And then Kawhi Leonard was our sixth man, the first guy off the bench. And we're picking, we're picking the peak year of the decade from each of those players with the presumption that you have a time machine and you grab them on a specific year, which actually makes a decent amount of sense. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Should we go forward with the, Let's go. the next few? Okay, so we're now building out our bench. As the backup point guard and my next semi-lock, I have Chris Paul. Is that really the next pick? I mean... I'd probably take Wade, I guess, over over Paul. Wade's better than Paul. Now, I guess the question is, were Wade's best years in the previous decade if our time machine only goes back 10 years? Yeah, so his his finals MVP was obviously in the last decade. I mean, he was pretty good in this decade. There's a reason why when LeBron and Wade joined forces, everyone was all up in arms because Wade was still at least a top five player when that happened. Here's my argument for Paul. I, first of all, we just need a point guard, and he's a classic point guard. He's going to distribute the ball well. He's also the best point guard defender. I also just think Paul in general is pretty criminally underrated. Um, from a scoring perspective, he's averaging 20 points a game every year on good percentages. He knows when to pick his spots. And then there's the, the defense, too. He's always among the league leaders in steals. Um, there's that one playoff series, which I think the season I'm going to choose, 2014, when he guarded Kevin Durant in the playoffs. Do you remember that? I do remember that, but what what are your what are your criticisms of Paul? My criticisms are probably the the reasons everyone underrates him, which is he just feels like he complains too much. <laughs> feels like a, he feels too short. Feels like he's never gotten it done in the playoffs, which he hasn't. But maybe that's more circumstance than about him. Yeah, I I just. He's always good in the playoffs. So the this, this season that I'm going with 2014, 20 points, 10 assists in the playoffs, 58 true shooting, almost three steals. And they could have won that OKC series. And then there's that series against Houston they very easily could have won the next year um, where, where they blew the 19-point right. lead. The question is if they could have very easily won both of those and he was the best player on the team on a pretty decent team, not, the, not superstar team, but a pretty decent team, and they didn't win them, why? Paul did have that one pretty serious collapse in the OKC series in 2014 where he he like tried to draw a foul in the last second or something and then lost the ball and that was the whole Reggie was it off Reggie Jackson or was it off Matt Barnes debacle? Oh yeah. And they lost that game, but that was Paul did kind of was a part of blowing that lead. But that's a that's a one instance. I mean he joined forces with Harden and Houston and then they almost won with also not very much. And they yeah, immediately collapsed when he went out. What was Wade's 2011? Okay, so Wade's 2011. And I actually will have Wade on the team, just a little spoiler. But Wade's 2011, in the playoffs, 25, 
points, five assists, six rebounds. Oh, no, that's the regular season. And then in the finals, 27 points per game on 55% shooting. He was great in that finals. It was LeBron who, who dropped the ball. Yeah. I mean, Wade's just so good. He, I agree, like, his... Yeah, I'm, I would take, like, 2008 Olympics Dwayne Wade or... I guess it's, yeah, it's basically a toss-up between those. The question is, do you want... Do you want what... Because they both give you defense. Wade was a good defender. Got yeah. Steals. Do you want the... Wade also... We also averaged a block a game over a 10-year stretch. Yeah. For a guard, which is absurd. Um, do you want Wade's kind of explosiveness? And he does... He does he generates a lot on the floor versus Paul's kind of distribution. I mean, you don't need quite as much scoring, so maybe you want a guy who's just going to distribute. Yeah, we don't, we don't have one of those yet because... The only, only question was, will Paul dominate the ball too much? Like, it, on a team where you got a bunch of, like, mediocre guys, you need Paul to get, get everyone going and make sure everyone's involved. You already have LeBron and, and Steph. Do I you mean, need Paul doing the distribution? I mean, he not. figured out how to play with Harden. He did figure out how to play with I feel like no. if he could figure out how to play with Harden, he could play with anyone. He figured out how to play with Harden. It, to some extent, it was clear out and let Harden do it, and then when Harden's <laughs> out, I'll take over. That's it, not really figure out. It was a little bit of that. It's a lot of that. He's yeah. a good enough shooter that he can space the court, and I think he's that's bringing true. enough value on defense. Yeah. I mean, I Paul... I mean, I, I think those two guys... We might as well just stick them both on the team. Yeah, we basically we'll stick them both on the team. I mean, Paul locks people up on defense. I think it's yeah, it gets overlooked. Especially in those early, if you if you pick one of those early decades. Yeah, like years. like before Curry got good, he was. I mean, Curry's always been good, but before Curry got great, he was a problem for Curry in the playoffs. He like was the one guy who could really throw him off. I agree, but we could put. I'll, I'll agree with you that we could put weight on. We could even move weight up into the into the semi lock. Okay, so those are those are two more semi locks. I have one more semi lock for our bench, and that is hey, he was almost a lock for me. But uh, 2016 Draymond. 2006. That's an interesting pick there. I mean, he doesn't ring out as the same level of superstar as all the other guys we've been going through. But it's hard to argue with the, the chemistry and the need for that enforcer. Yeah. So we we need the enforcer. That's first, and then I'm going to push back on the the not a superstar. I think that season he's so that season he shot thirty nine percent from three. So when he's hitting threes, he's now also a threat on offense. Sidebar, but why can't he hit threes anymore? It's it's the backpack Draymond. It's the backpack Draymond. He looks like he's wearing a backpack whenever he goes up for a three. It's, it makes no sense why someone would get that much worse at shooting. It's it's pretty unfathomable, and it just it You've looks had like some it's shooting slumps, and you're pickup days but they're generally pretty transient it looks like it's like such an it's taking him so much effort to get the ball to the rim yeah (laughs) anyway we can go back to the main thing but that is pretty concerning i mean it is possible that he just isn't a good three-point shooter and he just had this one really good year from three and that was the outlier could be but anyway he had that year from three regular season stats 14 points eight assists 10 rebounds three steals plus blocks just a, just a few more things to sort of point out how I think I think he's basically a superstar in this year. So the first thing is team won seventy three games, so basically the best regular season team of all time. They were outscored by seven points per one hundred possessions without Draymond in the game. Watch, who's listening to the previous podcast? We've already 
decided that that was entirely staff. So I don't know if well, any of these stats matter. No, I, I think it's we didn't decide it was entirely staff. We decided I, my my theory is it's entirely Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Yeah. Okay. Keep and going. and the rest yeah. of the team is like mediocre at best, and they're the greatest regular season team of all time. So I think we can credit more than one guy. Um, so they're, they're, they're outscored handily throughout the entire regular season without Draymond. With Draymond in the lineup, they're plus 18 points per 100 possession, which is like the most any team or player has had in any season. In terms of like individually what he does, there's this one game at the beginning of that year. They're on this winning streak to start the season. I think it was 23 straight games. And then they go to Boston, Clay's out, and Draymond's like, we're just not losing. And he puts up... 24 points, 8 assists, 11 rebounds, 5 steals, 5 blocks. And then Game 7 of the Finals against LeBron, no one else shows up. Steph and Clay are off. Harrison Barnes can't even hit the rim. Draymond puts up 32 points, 9 assists, 15 rebounds. Yeah, I think I, I think his, his versatility and kind of... I thought, I, thought you were, I thought you were Draymond's biggest defender, what happened? <laughs> Well, what happened is he stopped. He stopped being able to do anything. Although last night <laughs> was, was real nice. He stopped being able to do anything. It's a pretty accurate description. <laughs> That's but, what happened. But yeah, like last year in the playoffs when Durant went out and he's like, "Wow, no one thinks we're good anymore just because we lost Durant." Yeah, he got was, he got all fired up. Basically, basically, when he's motivated, he's ridiculous. And if we go back in time and grab a motivated Draymond, we're yeah, on yeah, we just need to time travel him at his most motivated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could take him right before the Game 7 of that Finals where he's like, he thinks that he's going to cost his team the series because he punched LeBron in the balls, and he's like all excited to get the win. And then he's the only player who shows up in the Finals on both teams, basically. Yeah. I mean, that Game 7 is... is and Kyrie. Ky- Kyrie definitely showed up, but that Game seven's pretty ugly. Yeah. It's a really ugly game. It's a real ugly... I mean, like... Curry's like lefty. Especially the last seven minutes, you go back. Yeah. And it's like LeBron hit a three and Kyrie had his has has his shot. And other than that, it's like turnover, miss, turnover, yeah. turnover. Curry's miss, got miss. the like lefty behind the back thing that went out. Yeah. LeBron's missed like three or four mini hook shots in a row. Yeah. Everyone forgets about that stretch. And everyone looks so tired. Yeah, and Draymond's just like, I got this, and then no one else joined him. Yeah. Okay, he's in. How many spots do we have left? Okay, we got three spots left. Here's where we get. Here's where it gets really tough. So, let's let's go to the backup shooting guard. I mean, I guess you you say you have Wade. I think Paul George is actually he's not really a shooting guard. He's a small forward, but I, he's got to be on this team. I'm all in on Paul George. I actually think he's yeah he's pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, basically like the smoothest player. I mean, there's Durant. I mean, Dur- yeah, he's basically like a. He's basically like a Durant with slightly better defense and slightly worse offense. That's a pretty good description. And like a few inches shorter. Yeah, a few inches shorter. But I think you're, Durant's not that smooth. Yeah, Durant is, yeah, it's a little bit more like herky-jerky. And then, and then Paul George is just like, every time he shoots the ball, it looks so smooth. Yeah. Anytime he does anything, not smooth in the sense, not like a clay, like pure shooter. He's just like, it's just very fluid. Like if you watched, like drills from a bunch of NBA players, if you're like doing tryouts for a team and you're like, oh yeah, that guy knows how to play. I feel yeah, like Paul George would. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like the first guy you get sometimes, picked. Sometimes that doesn't translate. It's like okay, the guy in tryouts, he looks like he has swag. And yeah. he's actually not that good. Like obviously, Paul George is 
really good. Yeah. But yes, um, that's a good description. He's just like, yeah, go walk in the walkthrough. He's going to look real good. Yeah, boy, does he look good in the walk. I mean, so do you agree with last year? Do you think he peaked last year? Yeah, I, surprisingly, he did. And he was pretty good at the beginning of the decade. Like, he took Indiana to the conference finals twice. Yeah. I would take last year's, though. I mean, he was just so good before he got injured at the end. I mean. Yeah. He can also fit alongside basically anyone. Yeah. I mean, he put up 36 in an elimination playoff game where Westbrook literally refused to pass him the ball. Yep. Um, also, little stat that I found, 39% from three on 10 attempts a game last year. I did not realize he was that good a three-point shooter. Yeah, he's a really good three-point shooter, and he's a really good hard-shot three-point shooter. Like, yeah, like he takes contested getting, threes. Yeah, like him and Durant, like when you're not getting buckets and you need threes, like... I'll take him coming off a screen, turning around, firing. Yeah, and he also led the league in steals last year. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so he's he's got to be on. He's in. Okay, we got two spots left. Okay, so so backup center is is interesting here. Um, Let's list. I would say, can you, can you give us? We got two spots left. So this is where it gets yeah. tough. Probably these two guys aren't going to play, so it may not matter. But in well, case we have, you know, you don't know what kind of aliens you're playing. You could have significant injuries. Yeah, and so. Throughout the first couple games or sure. suspensions, Draymond's probably not playing Game Seven. So let's let's if you can tell us who are the next five or six guys, and then we can decide who's in. Okay, um, we really need two. If we're taking Wade and Paul George, we really need two bigs. So here are the bigs who are eligible. We have Giannis from last year. We have Jokic from last year. We have early decade Duncan. Early decade Garnett. Couple others I don't think are quite in that tier, but Horford, Pau Gasol, Blake Griffin. And yeah, then pass on those three. I agree with the first three you listed. And then we got Giannis, Jokic, and Duncan. So there's Dirk. Oh, Dirk. And then was, wait, 2011 was the maps. Right? Yeah, the, the the title run. Yeah, man, that's hard. Jokic is probably out. He's not. Hasn't quite peaked yet. He's, he's good, but yeah, I don't. I also, I'm, I'm not sure we need another playmaker necessarily. Although it is, it would be nice to have a passing big man. Yeah, we do have a lot of passers though. Yeah, he was also ridiculous uh, in the playoffs last year. Yeah, he was really good in the playoffs. He averaged like a 25 point triple double. But I, I agree with you. I think he's. I think he's just not quite like seasoned enough. Like, honestly, just between Giannis, who is an alien, and you might want an alien to beat an alien. Yeah. And then Duncan and Dirk. I mean, how do we even pick one of those? Why don't we just put Giannis on the alien team and then he could be a mole? That could work. And they'll think he's one of them. That could work. <laughs> Who are the... Let's come back to this in a second. Who are the other... Are there any other uh, guards that for the, for the other spot? Yeah, so guards we left off. Um, Kyrie. Definitely Harden. Kyrie and Harden. I think those are basically the two... I think Lowry's absurdly underrated, but it's, he's just can't. Kobe done in 2011. So there's, there's there's 2010 Kobe. He actually they actually won the title and he won Finals MVP that year. But a few things. One is just do we do we need another ISO scorer? But are you going to leave Kobe off the team when we need a bucket at the end? We're going to leave him off the team because it's going to LeBron or Durant. But it's going to LeBron or Durant. And then here's a little interesting thing I, I heard on some podcasts, but. Kobe was having a ridiculous playoffs, and then he got to the finals against the Celtics, and Doc Rivers was just like, the Celtics coach was just like, 
let's just let Kobe try to play hero ball and just hope that he gets cold and, and we'll just let him keep shooting and hopefully he'll just shoot them out of the game. And yeah, it almost the, it almost happened. He shot he only shot forty percent in the finals. Yeah, I mean, well, that was before the decade. That was two. That was two thousand eight, right? That was yeah. That was two thousand eight. But I mean, he was absurd in that game. Yeah, I mean, that's the Kobe you want at the end of the game when everyone else shies away. And Olympics is probably the closest we can get to an alien scenario. <laughs> yeah. In terms of like stakes and sort of yeah. different from an NBA situation. Yeah, wow, he was that's that's pretty convincing. He was he was so much better than everyone else in that game against Spain in, in 08 in the Olympics. I'm just worried he's gonna shoot us out of it. He was he was six for shoot us out he was it. six for twenty-four in, in game seven of the finals that year. And he's but are you not gonna take Kobe because he might ball hog a little bit? I mean I just don't think we need him. I don't think he's a better ISO scorer than Durant or Le, or, or playoff LeBron. So you're putting yeah, you're basically saying LeBron and Durant are higher all-time than Kobe's on the list. This is a little bit older Kobe. He's not as good a defender. He's... True. That's true, yeah. He's, he's not playing right, with Shaq. He's a little more of an ego. Kobe off. It's, old, it's at whatever, closer to the end of his career. He was really good. I mean, he literally won finals MVP this decade. I'm not saying he's good. It's right. just not peak Kobe. Right. Okay, so we're not, yeah, that's, so you're not necessarily saying you leave off Pete Kobe. It's just, and you can't, we're, you, we're saying you can pick it, you can go back in time and pick anyone, but you don't necessarily get that one Olympic game Kobe like that. Yeah. So then the question is, now you're, now you're, you're also leaving off Harden. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about Harden while we're here. We're talking about Harden basically 2018. Yeah, I think it's, it has to be the year that they made the conference finals, even though last year he averaged like 37 or whatever. Now he's averaging 39. It's got, I think it's got to be the conference finals year. I feel yeah. like he was better the 37 year. Last year. Last year. Okay, well, it doesn't, it, it doesn't necessarily matter because I'm, I'm arguing for him to not make this, the team. This, this gets down to the question of whether you have Harden because if you, the reason to take Harden, and you know I'm not his biggest fan. I mean, he literally hops around the court. So, so one question is, are the officials going to call travels or not secondly he draws ridiculous fouls same thing are the are the officials going to give him calls now i think we have to make the assumption that they have the same nba officials so he's going to get to do all the same ridiculous stuff that he does on the nba hopscotch like hopscotch skipping around skipping around falling through people diving to the basket flailing around we hate it given all that he's incredible at it Nobody else can take three or four hops backwards and then make a three-pointer at the rates that he does. I mean, if they could do it, they would do it, and they can't. So while you don't like it, he can get it done. I have three, three reasons I'm concerned. First, he was in an interview, and they asked him, how are you going to play differently when you have Westbrook on your team this year? And he was like, I'm not going to play differently. I'm going to do the same thing. And it's like, okay, well, Westbrook's a totally different player than you played with before, so you probably should do something differently. Um, that concerned me. Number two, the fact that when LeBron and Giannis drafted the All-Star game, they drafted him like ninth overall. So his peers don't think he's one of the best players in the NBA that they would that they would want to play with. And then lastly, I don't think I don't think There's he's the distinction. There's the distinction. They don't want to play with him. That doesn't mean they don't think he's one of the best in the NBA. But I don't think he wants to come off the bench for in the second quarter and play 20 minutes and score a little. 
yeah, maybe. Although if it's getting left off the team, he might rather do that. But and he did I, get on. He did get unlucky in 2018 with the the conference finals and the 27 straight missed threes. But his his stats are significantly lower in the playoffs every year. It is a thing. That's that's fair. Yeah, because teams are actually playing hard. His teams play hard, players. and we're going to get some alien on him that is going to play hard D, and yeah, he's going to keep trying fair. the same move. That is, that is true. I'm fine if you want to put him on the team for the for the scoring burst. I just don't. I feel like we have enough scoring, but that's me. Yeah, we do probably have enough scoring. Um, I don't think he's enough less. better than Paul George. That's what I'm saying. As a scorer, he's way better, but in other areas, I don't think he's the difference right. is enough. Like we wouldn't necessarily play him. We wouldn't get a lot of minutes. But so that's if you find out that if you find out that you do really want some people to guys go one on one, I mean, it's virtually unstoppable. It's he is he is on. I mean, he's he does he does the most ISOs of anyone in the league, and he has the highest shooting percentage on ISOs of anyone in the league. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that is insane. Um, okay, so I'm fine if you put him on your team. The best. He's probably the best pure offensive player of all time, right? I think you could say he's the best ISO scorer of all time. Yeah. I don't know about I overall offensive player. He is a great right, passer, too. but He's a pretty good passer. I guess, yeah, if you count, like, other intangibles. Off-ball movement, screen setting, I don't know if he, he's the best yeah. ISO scorer of all time. Yeah. I think that's fair to say, actually. I think Kareem Skyhook. Who has better handles, Harden or Kyrie? Harden's handles are underrated. They're they're like well they're rated, but they might be better. I mean, it's literally a you reach, I teach. Yeah, I mean he he he's put multiple people on the ground in the past few years. Yeah, yeah you cannot reach on Harden. Rubio, Wes Johnson. I would say like Kyrie kind of has better like razzle dazzle handles, but Harden's like Harden's crossover. Is just insane. It's so fast. His handles are like yeah, almost yeah. an analogy for his offensive game, where it's just like everything's efficient. He doesn't yeah. waste any movements, and he just does all his moves quickly and then goes. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so he's basically the best ball handler of all time, and he's the best pure scorer of all time, or one-on-one scorer. Should we get Wade out of there and put him in them in for Wade? But that doesn't feel right. And that really doesn't. That's why I have him off the team. It just doesn't feel right. I can't. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. Who are the, okay, well, let's go back to the center. Yeah. So see if we can drop a, if we can yeah. drop a center, then we have Harden. So it's going to be Harden or a big. Here are my two centers. Right. I have, we, be, we have no centers really on the team yet because Anthony Davis isn't a center. So here are my centers. I have Dirk from 2011. As a, he can play a stretch five. He can get us buckets. He's not going to kill us on D. He, I mean, he's also a ridiculous ISO scorer at that point. Yeah. The fadeaway is unstoppable. Yeah, that's true. And if we're grabbing the 2011 season, talk about clutch, which we did before. In the playoffs that year, he's 15 for 28 in the clutch, 33 for 34 from the line in the clutch. It's, um, nice. it's no staff, but it's nice. But you, sure. can, you can debate. Dirk's probably not going to play anyway, so maybe just put that, use that roster spot on Harden, and then you have him if you need him. And then my backup center, let's, let's deal with this now. I have Dwight Howard. But how and why? How and why? Okay. First of all, I think he, people forget how good he was. I mean, he was he was pretty much unstoppable at a point. Those few years in Orlando where they were a contender, 
he would average like 25 and 15 on 60% shooting while also being a defensive player of the year candidate. I mean, he was just so athletic. Like people could not deal with him down low. His shoulders are just massive. Yeah, that's true. And if on a team like this where you like never need him to post up. Yeah. So here's the, that's the problem. You try to dump it into him, and then he's going to do two dribbles that's, and throw it as hard as he can off the back. That's the problem. So my plan is here. We take Howard from 2011. We time travel, and we say, look, you might not believe it, but we're going to tell you. Nine years from now, you're going to play with LeBron on the Lakers, and all you're going to do is set screens, finish alley-oops, and play defense. That's all we want you to do here. And hopefully he listens. Yeah. If he listens, that's fine. I guess you could just, yeah, basically, you just never can dump it down, because... It, all that's happening is it's getting thrown, chucked off the backboard. Yeah, that is that is exactly what's happening, and you know he want you know he wants to do it. Yeah, it is true. When he came into the NBA, he was like basically the like the pinnacle of physical specimen. Like the way that Giannis is now, that's that's what Howard was. That's how much he would and dominate more, guys. Like Giannis is like a looks like an alien in different ways. Like Howard, his like shoulders were just like so broad. Yeah, and the, the jumping, strength, the dunk, con, dunk contest winner. Yeah, like you can touch twelve six on the backboard. Yeah, I just he could finish alley oops from Paul. We have Paul. We have Dwight. That's true. Can we at least let them run a pick and roll? If it doesn't work, we just bench Dwight. That's true. So we're so basically it's Dirk, Harden, Duncan, Dwight. Dwight yeah. I mean, there's Garnett, but I think Duncan's just a slightly better Garnett and a yeah. better winner than yeah. Garnett. So. Let's let's knock Garnett off, even though Garnett had one really good playoff run in there. Is there any Bola risk though that he's just gonna infect it? Oh the Dwight Bola? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the problem, is I made the argument against Kobe that we don't want him because it's too much of a risk, and now I'm putting on Dwight, so it's a little bit of a Yeah. A tough I think for me it's 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 too much of a risk. Honestly, like if I'm trying to round it out, you might just go safe and take Duncan and yeah. Dirk. Like the fate of the planet's at risk. Yeah. I'm okay or with that. Or do you go big and say, "Look, they're probably going to lose. We might as well. We're going to need Dwight to be to do what we what you said, and we're going to need Harden to drop forty in two quarters and go the complete you, opposite." You way. go Duncan and Harden, or Dwight and Harden. I'm saying, do you go risk? Do you go safe, or you go? If you want to go safe? You pick Dirk and Duncan. If you want to go risky? You pick Harden and Dwight. You go full risky. Yeah, exactly. You go all in. Those are basically your options. You know what? I think we can go full risky. <laughs> Dirk's not playing anyway. We we we're playing Davis, Draymond, and Dwight. Those are our bigs. We're not. Dirk's not playing anyway. So let's just use the spot on Harden, and yeah. he's there if we need a bucket. Yeah, that does leave Duncan off of the fate of the world team, which doesn't seem right. So get Duncan instead of Dwight Bola, if you, you really Duncan want to. Instead of Dwight Bola, or you could or you could bring Pop on as the coach, which basically means you get. 90% of what you get with Duncan. You get the Duncan wisdom. Exactly. <laughs> okay, let's are we solidifying Pop as the coach? I mean that's that's obviously a no-brainer. We can you run through the quick quick reasoning, but 17 seasons in the playoffs above 60% for his career, only coach to ever do that. Yeah, something like that. And I mean just baby, he was basically led a title contender for two full decades. Here's my slight pushback. This decade he messed up the U.S. World Championship, and for some reason took Duncan out on the on the Ray Allen three. Do we 
do we knock him for those and go with Kerr because we know Kerr knows how to manage the Warriors, who are three of our starters? No. Okay. <laughs> the, the playoff thing this I mean, the world championship this year was a disastrous team. That team was never going to win. I mean, I think Fine. Pop could have done better with them. They still had, like, three or four of the best players on the court, so they could have won. But, like, what is going on? Like, Joe Harris is your full fifth best player? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's very different than the Larry Brown, where you have LeBron and Wade on your team and you decide to play Marbury yeah. instead. It's no Larry Brown. It's a very, very different It's situation. very different. I'm, very I just different. wanted to play devil's advocate. The Duncan... The Duncan sitting him is inexcusable. There's I, there's no excuse or reason, rhyme or reason for it. But like, you're not gonna. It's not a pattern. And it was one mistake in his entire career. It's not like he he had a pattern of making mistakes at end of games, did he? The Spurs have lost a bunch of close games over the years in the playoffs. They have lost, but they've also won. I mean, he won. They've five also won. He won five champs. Okay, I'm basically fine. Basically, proven that he could do it. Like, I'm fine with it. Everyone will respect him. Curl Kerr can be an assistant coach. Okay, so we have our team. Plus, we get the sideline interviews. <laughs> yeah, those are going to be great. Mid mid game seven of the game yeah. for the fate of the earth. Yeah, exactly. How do you, pop? How'd your team do in the third quarter? We scored more points. <laughs> <laughs> how's the How's the game looking? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Okay, we need that. I'm sold. Can we quickly run through either the honorable mentions who didn't make the team, so you could sign off on them, or? Do you want to just go straight to what our rotations and lineups are? Very quickly, give the people the honorable mentions. We don't need to discuss them. Tell okay. Them the next five. Yeah, I mean, Giannis, just not polished enough yet. And then we mentioned a bunch of them, but uh, some of the bigs, like 2010 Pow was great in that finals. 2015 Blake Griffin's, like, bouncing off the walls, dunking on Baines left and right. Um, and then Westbrook, but, you know, we got our problems with Westbrook. Manu could be a glue guy and off the bench, but why we have better guys off the bench that's basically it okay here's my here's my 10 second elevator pitch for Kyrie everyone's going to disagree because he's basically flubbed his entire career these last two seasons tanking Boston and now he's saying all kinds of crazy things in New Jersey but that championship year in Cleveland game 5, 6, and 7 I mean he went off people think LeBron did it it was basically Kyrie and it was ridiculous Ridiculous. Yeah, what it was that year. If we're down three one to the aliens and we have game five, six, and seven coming up, and we need three in a row, I'm I may want to start Kyrie. And I said start. <laughs> we just went through the entire list. I, I could potentially be benching. Who do we have? And you'd so probably be benching Clay, Clay or you'd be benching Clay. I, I, I may be benching Clay or Steph and starting Kyrie. I mean, honestly, if we're if we're just talking about a risk guy, we may boot Harden and, and bump Kyrie, and we already had that discussion. I'm just saying, there's the argument for Kyrie. Leave it on the table. We can list the other honorable mentions and move on. But man, did he dominate those last three games that people yeah. forget. I mean, there was a stretch there where he was just like diving to the basket, throwing up ridiculous layups, and they were all going in. They were all going in. It's like okay, we can move on. He's probably not making the team, but that's the argument if you want to get it. It was an incredible performance that can't be can't be underrated. Okay, I think I think we're good with honorable and he, mentions. And he has since degraded from there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, boy, has he gone downhill. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I I think that's good for honorable mentions. Can I can I go through my lineups really quick? You can go through the lineup very quickly and then yeah. Starters for six minutes. We have Curry, Clay, LeBron, Durant, Davis. Love the lineup. I think they'll mesh. 
we bring out Davis, we bring in Draymond for three minutes of little four Warriors and LeBron. I think that's I like nice. It. I like it. Our second unit comes in. It's Paul, Paul George, Kawhi, Draymond, Dwight Bola, or Duncan. You're literally not scoring on that lineup. Yeah, defensively, that is really nice. I mean, Paul George and Kawhi, we're seeing it with the Clippers. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty nice front line, especially with Chris Paul. I'm yeah. a little bit concerned on the, like, I guess it depends on who you bring in. If you bring in Dirk in there, it's, I mean, when I say concerned, I mean, obviously, in the NBA, this would be an incredible, this would be the best team of all time. But, like, on the <laughs> scoring, you've taken out all of your, like, best, best scorers. Yeah, I think we can survive with George and Kawhi. Yeah. It's a little bit of a, like, that's the, that's where it's, like, do you do you want Kyrie in there instead of instead of Chris Paul because you have good enough defense behind him and just like if you need a bucket he's getting it. You want one bucket in the game regardless. Yeah, I guess maybe it doesn't matter as much on the second unit because it's like you're going to have the first unit back in the fourth quarter anyway. Yeah, they're not playing crunch time. Yeah, so maybe it doesn't matter as critically. Um, but there is the like there is sort of like the you know end of the shot clock, but Paul George can do end of the shot clock pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Right, so might be fine. Paul gets a switch with a big guy; he'll get real excited. Yeah, <laughs> and he'll take it. Um, okay, then then quickly we do that the dominant defensive lineup. Then we do a little LeBron and friends with Paul Wade, Davis, and Howard, either banana boat guys or guys he's played with. The banana boat. And then we could either round it right back out with the starters or go are go you, back. Are you implying here that we we didn't put 2018 Mellow on the team <laughs> for the full banana for the full banana boat? <laughs> no, you can't have you can't have Mellow and Dwight Howard, as Bill Simmons once said. You can have one nutcase on the team, but when you have two, they might hang out. <laughs> yeah, and the, and that's basically the minutes breakdown. I mean, that makes sense. And you're putting, I mean, like going back crunch time, you're putting in. You may take out Clay if you have to, and put in like a Paul George, yeah, or or a or a bigger guy. But yeah, or you can go big yeah. with LeBron, Kawhi, and Durant if you really want. Yeah, exactly. they'll be fine defensively. Yeah, it's a solid team. Yeah, I feel you good have, about you it. You have a chance. You have a chance. I I think we do too. The only the, the only only thing to be decided is whether the game's on ESPN or TNT. ESPN, you get Mike Breen. TNT, if we're down three zero. And, you know, we're going to lose control of planet Earth. You at least get Chuck, Kenny, and Ernie eating donuts in the, pre- in the post-game show to lighten things up a little bit. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I'm just thinking I would probably rather watch an ESPN game. Like, I'm not really in it for the commentary. I'm watching the, if I'm really, like, sitting down and watching the game. If you're kind of moseying around... You, then you maybe want the halftime show, but yeah, we're also concerned about Marv Albert messing up the aliens' names, messing up the aliens' names, and calling three pointers when they're like yeah. four feet inside the three pointers. And line. now they're and saying now they're it's, a it's a two. <laughs> yeah, it's always been a two. Nobody else thought it was a three, and always will be a two. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're saying it's a two. <laughs> All right. Any other any other thoughts? Do you feel good about the fate of the planet? I feel reasonable. Better, better if it were the 90s with Jordan. Yeah, I mean, if we can build a 20-year time machine, we're good. We've already, that's already been proven. Pretty deep talent decade, though. If you're just going to go for depth, like... Yeah, for, that is true. I think, like, if you're talking about who's the 12th best player, 
we were debating hard and donkey and whatever. If you're talking about the 12th best player in the 90s, it's probably significantly worse. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. All right. We got our team. That's it. Thanks for, thanks for joining. Thank you. So here's the full team, just so you have it one last time. The starters, 2016 Stephen Curry, 2016 Clay Thompson, 2013 LeBron James, 2017 Kevin Durant, 2018 Anthony Davis. The bench, 2014 Chris Paul, 2019 Paul George, 2019 Kawhi Leonard, 2016 Draymond Green, and this was really tough between Dwight Howard and Tim Duncan, but I I think we finally settled on 2011 Dwight Howard due to the ceiling being a little higher. And then our two wild cards, um, 2011 Dwayne Wade we had. I wanted to go with 2011 Nowitzki, but I think Tal convinced me, 2018, 2019 James Harden. But yeah, that's the team. And I want to hear your thoughts on it. I want to debate this with people. It's a really fun topic. So you can email me. You can message me. I'd love to discuss and defend or fail to defend my picks. Thank you for listening to 2010BA. It really does mean a lot to me that you took the time to listen. I hope you enjoyed it. If you could follow the podcast on Spotify, give it a like or a review on Apple Music, that would also be great. I really appreciate it. I hope you have a great new year and a great decade.